Create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. It's Fran Sydney speaking and this is episode 140. Today we are going to talk about anxiety, especially that type of anxiety that comes, the phobia, that distractive feeling that comes right before giving a presentation, public speaking, maybe a workshop, giving a talk. Something when you are right in the middle and everyone is looking at you and you have stage fright. Let's go. So, stage fright, you all know what it is, right? You have this idea that because you are in, a, in front of a group of people, something is going to happen. They will judge you. You're going to be a failure. You're going to embarrass yourself. And you will remember this for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's all subconscious. And what happens is that if we are really stressed about something, when we arrive to this event and we were going to be in the center of the attention, we will be so stressed that the brain frontal lobe, which is what helps us with memory, will temporarily shut down this area and yeah, we will perhaps forget a few things. And this happens to a lot of people when we are five years old and we are asked to sing a little song for granddad, we forget, we are 10 or 15 and we have to give maybe some kind of presentation in front of a classroom or doing a drama class or maybe we've been tested in front of a class. It's, it does happen in Italy, you are tested in front of the entire class. If you do a mistake, everybody will know. So there are lots of ways of failing and also you can be a concert pianist or whatever and you're not there yeah you're just in the beginning of the stages and you're very good at playing your instrument but when you are there to um, not practice with your group but when you are in front of different people you suddenly feel that this is not good so today in particular i wanted to speak more about people who are actually going to talk but you know what a lot of this stuff can be applied to many other occasions when we are suddenly in front of people who may judge us and may in our opinion think that we are a failure but remember that this is just what we think it's not what they're doing because what we're doing is go there to enjoy a lovely talk to learn something new to hear some music that they like or to just be nice and maybe participate to a work event they're not interested in but I think it might be quite educational for them so it's not really about you isn't it but it always sounds like it's about us and that's the problem of course if we have these kind of fears it can be that we will forever avoid to play an instrument to give a talk or a presentation or to speak in public because we are terrified of what can happen and as I always say, now episode 140, so you heard this many, many times, maybe a hundred times, the very thing that if you do it, it will make your stress and phobia stronger and it will increase your anxiety instead of decreasing it because it convinces your brain, convinces yourself that it's true, it's a real danger. And so by avoiding it, you're going to feel better and by accepting it, you're going to feel worse. So the more we set up to not do something, the worse it's going to feel when we actually have to face the fact that we have to talk to these people in this particular occasion. So whether you are giving a talk because there is a wedding and you are a person that is going to talk in front of everyone, maybe there is a funeral and you're going to read a eulogy about a loved person and uh, you're part of a family and you don't know how you're gonna do that or maybe you are 
part of a sales force of a large company and you want to impress people and maybe you want to sell something to somebody in front of you maybe you have 20 or 30 buyers investors in your own business in, in your own venture and you have to convince them so it's very very important that we prepare carefully so that we do not fail there is always something i always say if you are prepared you will not fail it oh it's just so good i actually had it embroidered in my shopping bag you won't believe it but yes it's there because it's preparation that helps us to feel very confident but also a little bit of mindset work so let's see step by step what we can do if we have an event looming and we don't feel right about being prepared for this so the very first thing that i would like you to do is to stop thinking all the time that you're gonna fail and you're going to forget everything you're gonna play the wrong notes you're gonna read the the wrong sentence in the wrong order you're gonna miss your space or you're gonna feel jelly and etc etc because the more you think about that the more you will create that scene in your brain and that's what you're going to recreate later on because it's so familiar so don't destroy yourself with a catastrophic view of what's going to happen unless you're going to give your talk in a swimming pool full of alligators chances are it's going to just go well it's going to go well there are many aspects to consider and by one that I will think is one of the first one is to organize how we're gonna study. So whatever we're gonna do, study or perform, we want to break down all the concepts that we are going to talk about into, I don't know, post-it notes or note cards or whatever, slides, however works for you so that you have a structure of what is important and where is going to go that's very very important it's the same for a concert you have to know where you begin in this the end who's gonna start is gonna end so there is a structure to something you have to know this structure and if you're working with a team everyone has to know this structure really well another thing you can do to prepare really well is to anticipate there will be questions for example investors or people who want to give help to your business they might want to ask you a lot of questions and some could be quite deep and provocative to make you look like your business isn't as valuable as you would think so prepare how you answer every question have an answer for every possible what if so that you know what's going to happen and if there is something in, in another topic so you're not giving a talk or presentation to something else think about how can you prepare for something unexpected so there could be hard moments how can you prepare because if you have a backup plan for everything you're gonna be so professional in this and that's gonna really help you to feel great and your client your listener your audience will be very impressed that you are ready for this when it comes to your presentation your performance there will be lots of aspects to this and you want to plan every aspect of it for example if you are presenting something that has powerpoint slides or you have visual aids maybe you're showing photography or videos or whatever maybe an advertising jingle that your advertising agency has designed whatever there is has to be planned everything has to happen and you and the organizer of the event especially if you're not in your own workplace you guys have to know and communicate what is the format that you're going to use what is the technology you're going to be using do you use internet what kind of speed do you need is there any technical stuff that needs to be there 
what type of microphones are there is there a place where your talk is going to be visible do you have like a transparent technology uh, screen i can't remember the name in this moment it escapes my mind there we go uh, it's in front of you does it work I, re- I do remember when i was trained by marisa Pierre a few years ago that she said in one of the events that she did when she would just started doing um, seminars about hypnosis she arrived in this place and there was this problem with the microphones and there was um something wasn't quite right with the audio but also she had this really big lighting on her face and she really couldn't see the public at all and she couldn't really see the edge of where the podium was basically the stage she couldn't see where it ended very well because of all this light and she kept thinking i'm gonna fall off if i start going up and down as i usually do so she was stuck in there thinking oh my gosh i don't know how to do anything with this technology we have here i can't see i can't read my talk i can't do this so all this stuff should be practiced before whatever happens when you are a little bit more ready to see if something is not working you can clarify with your organizers how that is going to be fixed because otherwise the whole thing will be very complicated because you will be dealing with problems instead of dealing with your presentation this might mean that you will visit the venue before your your proper performance day your talk preparation uh, or maybe to practice your music or your presentation because you have to know what this space feels like is it echoey is it comfortable are people are people going to cover up your movements if they just walk is there like a wooden floor that is very loud and nobody's going to be able to hear you is the microphone powerful enough that you reach the end of the room or you will be shouting to be heard and what about your timing you have to remember how long does it take usually two and a half a4 in size 14 you will read in maximum 20 minutes if you're just going without stopping much so have you printed out your talk have you practiced breathing normally and saying things normally and remember that during a talk you might forget the whole part of it and you might jump it thinking it's not very good or you might be adding something in the beginning or in the end you might be improvising so always practice that timing really well because if you run over and there's a time of the other person who come in this could be a little bit of a problem Another thing I've always noticed, you do not want to arrive hungry or thirsty to an event when you you can't even drink or anything because your your throat is so tight. You absolutely do not want to have a dry mouth when you're trying to talk because you, you might be coughing and <coughs> all the time, which is not going to sound very well. So the best thing is to make sure you've eaten something nice and light before and you have a little bit of sip of water here and then the water is available for your event of course all this would be useless if you never practice so whatever you are rehearsing whether it is a song a performance a sales speech or the yearly report to the ceo of a big company it doesn't matter you want to practice 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 especially if this is not the first time and maybe it's just the second or third time and you're still not doing well but if it's the very first time you ever do it practice maybe with some help with somebody there that helps you maybe with a video and you want to ask for feedback 
to see what your body language is like, how you giving eye contact, making eye contact to people, and um, with people, right? Prepositions here. Are you projecting your voice so that it gets to where it should, should be, or are you whispering? Think about it, and you could just press record on your mobile phone, put, put it there on a tripod, and, and just talk normally, as if a person was right in front of you, 100 people, and see how it comes out. Time yourself, look at yourself. Are you moving the hands too much? Do you look stiff? Are you not breathing properly? Are you pacing up and down and therefore the microphone which is fixed cannot pick up your voice at all? All these little things. You want to look at them before so that by the time you get to the place you know exactly what you're doing and go straight in and you literally hit the ground running. Now the big thing because of, of my background it's in thinking about how your mindset is going to help is how you're going to visualize your performance, your talk, your presentation, your eulogy going well. And of course, you want to fill your mind with positive ideas of how this is going to happen. So your confidence will only increase if you give yourself a pat on the back and say, well, I prepared, I structured, I practiced, and this is gonna go great. I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna help these people. We're gonna have a, a really positive experience together and I run through enough times to know there is nothing to be eye on that, we are good. So you want to visualize that. How do you do that? One of the ways of doing it is to do a little bit of meditation. So you sit down in a calm place for five minutes and visualize yourself arriving calmly to the event or maybe arriving there with lots of excitement because it depends what type of event it is. If you're in a funeral, you don't want to arrive too excited, but if it's maybe a wedding or a sales pitch, you want to have a lot of energy. And if it's a rock concert, you want to be very high in energy. So you want to decide what type of energy you want to visualize and you want to create that in your head. Visualize yourself, what you're wearing, how you're breathing, the shine in your eyes and how you confidently walk into this area, into this arena where you are going to be seen by a lot of people. So practice that and hear the sound of your voice, of your instrument, hear the words, see the happy faces that are captured by the charming presentation you give or the wonderful way in which you produce music, whatever there is. So visualize this, feel it, see it, and then keep it in your mind. I could also teach you anchoring and tapping today, my baby, via radio and podcast. It's a little hard, so maybe you want to look that up. Tapping, tapping to anchor a happy moment is an amazing thing done by people like Tony Robbins and lots of other people because it works, right? As you go through your presentation, as you're practicing, make sure that you know what you are talking about. So you know whatever the product it is, and make sure that you know every single detail because you don't want to be caught with a very unprepared mind. So make sure that your product is very well known, your song is known, the talk doesn't have any gaps where you have really no idea of what you are talking about. And this is like a movie, so you're practicing and if you can practice in front of a small audience, it will really help you with your word choice and with the timing, how you do things. And remember to breathe all the time. 
One of the things that they really help to practice is to picture two persons, one on the right, one on the left, or maybe one person in the middle, but quite back in, in the stage or in the audience, and picture this person as the most encouraging and supportive senior person that you have who admires you and loves you or is very, very happy about your performance. And this person, you imagine, is right there. And so when you speak, imagine you're speaking to them. So they're going to be supportive and positive about this. So you are more likely to feel good about it and picturing this person in front of your of your stage or podium or wherever you are, it can be done during the practice and it can be done during the final performance. The fact that there will be blinding lights and so you will not be able to see the people in front of you doesn't matter. Just imagine that the person is there. And remember, when you are practicing, don't just sit still unless it is a requirement because of what you're doing. It is better to move a little bit. That helps you a lot to focus and to remember things because it turns off certain circuits in your brain. It helps you to be more alert and more focused on the words that you need to do, to, to say. Look at me, <laughs> making up whatever. And um, you want to make sure that when you are talking, you are giving this information that people want to hear or you give them the music that they came to hear. So all this is not about you failing or having success. This is about them. They're going there to have a lot of joy because of a song or lots of information or to invest in something exciting. So it's nothing to do with you. They don't have to really like you, but they have to like what you are giving them. So that's a very big shift it's not about lacking just you, but lacking what you are giving to them. And therefore, when you prepare this, your content wants to be well-structured, wants to be interesting, wants to inspire people, wants to refresh them if it's something new in education or maybe new type of music or a new product that will change the world. And it has to be very informative, so no faff and just go straight to the point and tell what it is. And then the information and everything has to be prepared in a tactical way. So you present it in the proper way that you know is going to help people to go from step one to step two to understand everything. So this is proper preparation. And there are little things you can do while you practice and then while you deliver. One of the things that people can do before the practice and then just before delivery of their talk of performance is to meditate, even if it's for just two or three minutes. Even if it's in your restroom, it doesn't matter. You just go there and practice your breath work and you notice how your breath makes you feel good and the oxygen is going to your cells and your throat is nice and open and you put away all the thoughts from your mind and just breathe until everything is going slower and slower so you can calm your breathing and it makes you ease any possible nervousness. If you practice that before every practice and then before the real event, it's going to be second nature. And keep exercising if you go for a jog every day or whatever, keep doing that. And every time, remember to breathe and remember how I feel great, I'm mindful, so make sure especially in the week leading to this event, make sure you are sleeping, 
you're eating, you're ready to perform in peak health. So you're not there half asleep, you're not in a bad mood, you know, with bugs under the eyes because you, you haven't slept at all, you had too much coffee in vinegar, whatever. And of course, we cannot forget music, the power of music that is incredible and so good to inspire you, to calm you or to excite you. If you want to use that music to make you feel great, maybe you want to play the music, then practice and then play the music again, visualize how well you're going to be doing on, on the day of your performance, play the music again and keep putting together this happiness and then just before on the day of the performance play again the music for a little while to get back into the state so that you're walking into this meeting or presentation with that favorite piece of music running through your head and you are in the best possible place mentally because your brain knows that when you hear that music you're doing well. Some people even after a lot of preparation, a lot of practice, Still, when they arrive to the event, with all capital letters, feel a little bit of a nervous energy there. So, this happens, okay? But that's okay. Because what you have to do is think about it. Well, this is um, the jitters, right? But that could be pumping me up. It's enthusiasm. It's exciting. It's adrenaline. It's happiness that I'm here to give this gift to you. I'm giving you something, I'm here because you wanting me to, to be here. So all this excitement and enthusiasm could be just a transformation of this little jittery idea that you're like, oh, I'm not sure about being there. So make sure that you transform this into positive all the time. And one aspect that could help you is simply to go to other concerts, go to other presentations, where other people are giving speeches similar to yours so that you can learn and observe how the crowd's mood is, how are they reacting, are they remaining stiff, are they listening carefully, are they distracted, and are you actually watching the person very closely and trying to put him down in your mind or are you just trying to understand what they're talking about, you're trying to enjoy the moment. So think about how they will feel when it's you on the other side. So that's that's very important. And may I add something else? When you are giving yourself in those events, you don't want to arrive to a place where you don't know anyone. You want to meet and greet as many people as you can, maybe five, ten people minimum, so that you have somebody in the first row that you know and you can say hi to, maybe there are, you know, people around that you can just see there it's a smiley face you have practiced already to see a familiar person a supportive person but when you are in the place you want it to be as familiar as possible with familiar faces and they will make you decrease any anxiety to release more endorphins which are happiness and calmness hormones in your body you want to smile because smile can help to replace the anxiety and to make you feel really good about the performance. So remember that you don't have to look silly, you want to smile when it is appropriate to smile, so don't worry too much. 
And also, it could be that during your performance or your presentation, there will be a pause because you lost your place. And you know, sometimes a pause is the most important part of a talk. It's the one that allows you to think. And that's what you can say to the public. You can say, oh, the reason why there is a pause is not because this is the most important part of my talk because I just lost my place. And as everyone laughs, you can say, my mother told me I would do this or my husband told me that or whatever. So make it as a joke, prepare it as a joke. So if it does happen, you know exactly what you say and it's going to break the eyes. I did want to add one more observation about the speed. Even if you do not have an Italian accent like me, it is usually really good to speak slowly enough so that people can listen, understand and think and ponder about the information that you are giving them. So unless you give them a joke where there is a certain energy and thrill and a crescendo, you really want to give this calmness and so that people can really grasp the entire message and especially because if you speak too fast you are showing that you are more nervous and you might fumble or you might mispronounce something and even make more mistakes or forget something and the worst thing is when you are assigned but I don't know 15 minutes and in five minutes you're done because you read through everything really fast looking down about looking at anyone and people just really didn't connect to you. So if you take the time to slow down your speech in a way that is natural, so you're breathing, then you have time to look down at those words and then look up and say a few words and look down again and everything comes out fluently, slowly and nicely and you are grounded and you are organized and everything just goes well. And every once in a while you smile, remember a little pause, etc. So I hope that this is useful. It's not, you know, shattering knowledge, but sometimes it's good to just review this. There are three things to know about giving the presentation. During this presentation, people will treat you as if you are the expert. Number two, they're there for you to listen to this message, to your music, to your presentation. So they are on your side, they're not against you, they're not judging you. And number three, even if you miss something from your talk, or maybe you miss a note here and there from your song, most people won't have a clue. So you are the only person that knows, oh, I, I skipped an entire thing. As long as it sounds right, you just keep going. <laughs> So there we go. I hope that this was helpful and you can just imagine this amazing presentation or performance you're going to do, after which pat yourself on the back. You've done it and you can do even better. Even so, if you want to get better, you can always ask for feedback if you have a tough skin. So you can learn a lot from your mistakes by watching yourself, watching the videos. Oh, look, that's what I've done. There could be something that makes you really likable, but maybe you want to improve it. So feedback is a wonderful gift if you are able to receive it. But if you do a bit of a mess of yourself, you forget too much stuff and forget your chords and whatever, but you did what you could do, could do that time, next time it's gonna be better. So just remember, keep practicing and things will improve 
improve and improve. And I do have a lovely quote. And it is for <laughs> Sir, it is from Sir Ralph Richardson. He said, the most precious things in speech are the pauses. Could it be that, uh, yeah, it could be. I, I mentioned before Tony Robbins, and he's known for having said that it's what you practice in private that you will be rewarded for in public. And I thought, yes, yeah, I know, I know that he practices everything. It's very OCD, it's very good. The important thing is you do it. You don't just avoid it, but you actually do it. And in fact, Fred Miller said, the worst speech you'll ever give will be far better than the one you never give. Well, that's really good and I agree, you better just do it. Once your talk is over or your performance is over, you will think, well, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Well, and then people will come and say, oh, well done, that was great. You're like, oh, really? Thank you. Uh, no, but I was bad. Don't put yourself down. Don't destroy yourself. If you say you were good, just say thank you and accept it because you were good enough this time. So I hope that this was useful and it gave you a little bit of time to practice something important. I mean, maybe it's happening next month. Maybe, you know, you're attending a wedding or you're selling something important and you want to be freshly prepared. So you can say, yeah, uh, France reminded me of this. Maybe you want to send this episode to somebody who has a bit of a stage fright in there. If for any reason none of it is useful because you literally have a panic attack every time you have to speak in public, then that's the time to come to me and talk. I help you with phobias, overwhelm, burnout and all similar stuff, especially for all this huge anxiety that grows over and over about talking to anyone, about your needs, etc. Usually one or two sessions are enough for all this, so it's a very fast thing. We use NLP, hypnosis, tapping and normal you know, CBT and coaching. So whatever you need, we'll go through all of the tools that you might need, but usually one is just enough, usually just with hypnosis and some exercises. Most people after one session are completely changed. So what are you waiting for? You know where to get me. So send me the message if you want to really shine into your next performance. Half an hour is a long time, so thank you very much for being with me this week and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sidney.